Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Happy New Year, Buglers. I am Andy Zaltzman. Welcome to 2023's first top story. Now, to make the most of our future, we must, of course, learn from our past. So here is the first ever January Bugle from 2008. It's Bugle issue 11, entitled After Iowa, only 302 days left to go. Top story this week, and what could well become the highlight of the year, is the big race to the biggest prize in world politics is underway. Uh, by the end of 2008, America should have a 44th president. Although, let's not count our chickens just yet. The US election has begun. The Iowa caucus uh, was recently completed, and it is estimated that each candidate will have spent around $200 per vote in Iowa. And by the end of the year, over $1 billion will have been spent manipulating the true will of the people. That is platinum democracy, Andy. <laughs> America are about to get a lot of bang for their devalued buck. <laughs> So the race is on to become the 44th US president and also the winner of a commemorative silver salver. In the early running, Barack Obama and Mike Huckabee have been jointly elected presidents of Iowa. John, what signals does this give for the rest of the race? Perhaps you can just inform me and everyone else in Britain who literally doesn't understand how this ridiculous process works. What, what does this signify? Is there, actually, is there anyone in America who understands how it works as well? Because there are 302 days to go... <laughs> As we broadcast on the 7th of January, 302 days to go until the election. That's yeah. 300. Now, if you mention the number 302 to most British people, like me, they'd probably say, well, that's West Indian stylist Lawrence Rowe's highest test match score. But Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. To other people, of course, uh, 302 is, well, it's the year that Gregory the Illuminator was consecrated as the Patriarch of Armenia. I mean, it's, it's interesting to think what that sentence would have been before the invention of the internet. <laughs> it would have been uh, just a pause. I would have just been twiddling a pen. 302 days. And now, how can America stand 300 days of electioneering? And in Britain, we get three weeks, by which on the entire nation is standing on a high ledge, screaming, someone, please, just make the wittering stop. Because America wants to enjoy its election, and It's like a fine meal. You don't wolf it down in one go. <laughs> You, you, you have a little bite of something, have a conversation, enjoy another little bite of something and then have another course. Britain doesn't know how to do democracy, Andy. John, that's a bit rich from someone who, on New Year's Eve, I saw a look at a steak tartare with a mixture of fear and apprehension as to what the future held and push it gently to the side of his plate. Yeah, bu buglers should know that uh, I, I went to Andy's house for uh, New Year's Eve and... Andy likes serving adventurous food. 
It was, there were a couple of adventures too far for mm. John Oliver there. Steak tartare being amongst <laughs> them. It just needs cooking. Anyway, when it comes to culinary adventures, you're very much Captain Scott's friend who said, I'll tell you what, guys, I'm going to stay on the boat. <laughs> who lived to tell the tale. <laughs> but the corker system is a little difficult to get your head around. Essentially, neighbours gather together in town halls and often people's houses and talk for an evening before voting on their candidate of choice. It's like selecting your leader with a tea party. And I'm amazed that hasn't caught on in Britain. What better representative sample of one of the most multicultural nations on earth than Iowa? The mood of the nation set by less than 300,000 white Protestant farmers. <laughs> it's an up-close and personal form of politics, this, Andy. Candidates are forced to go to all corners of Iowa and New Hampshire and often go door-to-door -door campaigning. This really separates the men from the other men. <laughs> How badly do you want to be president, Andy? Will you sit through some 73-year-old man's diatribe against Mexicans and how the moon landing was faked whilst pretending to like his wife's homemade corn muffins? Do you really want this job? Many have fallen at this stage. Roosevelt once proclaimed a homemade peach cobbler like eating a decaying pigeon before demonstrating exactly where the lady could stick her vote. That took a lot of coming back from. Well, he came back from it, John, and that's, that's the important thing, albeit he never walked again. It has thrown up some big shocks, though, the Iowa caucus, and the breakthrough candidate in recent weeks has been Mike Huckabee, who has struck a chord with his progressive ideas, amongst them the fact that he doesn't believe in evolution, thinks people with AIDS should essentially be imprisoned, and has equated homosexuality with necrophilia. Is Huckabee going to have the funds to go all the way, John? Because it does cost more, according to reports, to run a US election campaign than it would to send a life-size replica of Mexico to Saturn. <laughs> I believe that that's one of Tom Tancredo's promises, if elected. <laughs> He's trying different formats uh, in terms of gaining support. Like, uh, he was joined on stage uh, throughout the Iowa uh, campaigning by Chuck Norris. <laughs> now, you might be thinking, oh, well, there must be another Chuck Norris, maybe a professor of politics somewhere or a lesser-known senator. There's no way he'd take a kung fu star on stage with him <laughs> in a presidential primary. Well, I'm afraid you're wrong. It's that Chuck Norris from Way of the Dragon and Silent Rage, him. I hear he is being lined up for a post as the Secretary of State, should Huckabee win. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, he might just pack a bit more uh, bit more punch than uh, Condoleezza Rice. Well, really? Exactly. <laughs> Spoken like a true man who has never seen Condoleezza Rice punch a wall. Now, I was very sad to see that uh, Christopher Dodd's campaign is already over. Uh, yes. What's, what has he brought to the party? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's hard to say. I guess the most memorable moment uh, of Chris Dodds in the uh, US election so far was that a fly landed on his head at uh, during one of the debates, and it stayed there. And he's got very white hair. <laughs> Unfortunately, during, I can't even remember what he was talking it's about. It's hard to see how anyone could come back from something like that in this day and age. So much about image. It was just It just stayed on his head, this little fly, and... Whatever he was talking about at the time, he just thought, oh, look, there's a fly on Chris Dodd's head. Really? And at that point, I thought, that man is never going to be president. Yeah. What chance does Michael Dukakis have this time? I always thought he deserved a crack at the big one. Well, yeah, I mean, as much chance as he had last time. Is he still alive? Dukakis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you what, Andy, do you want this to be the first challenge of the new year? Is Dukakis still alive? What, do we want our listeners who have outsighted Dukakis? Can, can you confirm whether or not... Michael Dukakis exists. No, this is this is me and you, Andy. Man, right. oh man. Dukakis, alive or dead? Your call. Call it. Like heads or tails. I think he's still alive. OK, I'll take dead. Right. Tom, the producer. Come on. 
is on the job. Oh God! I can't, no. Hold on. I, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be saying, "Come on, Dukakis, cork it." What's the news? Dukakis living or buried? He's alive. No, Dukakis no. very much still breathing in oxygen. Aged oh. seventy-four, doesn't oh, look no. a day older. Bad start. Bad news for John Oliver. Good <laughs> news for the Dukakis family. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and for more from the Bugle Stable and to support the show in whatever way you want, particularly financially, go to thebuglepodcast.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.